bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. It's the Hive Sports Podcast. Jazz, college football, bees, we got them all. So listen up, because we, 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 we got the buzz. Turn down the buzz! Okay, on, on the Hive Sports, this week we have a new um, podcast we're going to start airing every Saturday. It's called Swoop Saturday, and we have our new youth writer who came up with the idea. Um, so, Zach Rieger, how are you doing today? Not too bad, Daniel. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Well, well, yeah, so sounds like you're a big sports fan, and hopefully you've been surviving this um time without sports, but it's nice to see that it's coming back. And this morning I was watching a little RSL, and it's kind of nice because since March Madness, our state really hasn't had really any any sports going on, so that that was cool to see. I mean, it's too bad we lost, but I think we're going to the playoffs, so that'll be good. Yeah, but, it has not been easy, I can't lie, uh, surviving without sports, but... Yeah, I love seeing – it's late July, so I love seeing everything starting to come back now. And I caught a glimpse of the second half of uh, RSL playing, and I was kind of pulling for them even though uh, I've got a little family in Kansas City, so hopefully they're not listening to this. Oh, but, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, yeah, I was yeah, kind of pulling for them just to see. First question, I was just kind of going to get a rundown of your favorite sports teams in order. I, I know um, you're just kind of starting to get into the Ute fandom, but – when it comes to like college and pro sports, um, so so what what are your kind of favorite teams in order? Yeah, well, so football is my favorite sport, always has been. So I'm Tennessee Titans are definitely my number one. Uh, then the Cardinals and the Blues of St. Louis, they're right next in line there. Um, and then with NBA, I've always kind of been a Orlando Magic fan just since. Uh, I kind of started getting into NBA in like fourth grade and I went to uh, Disney World around there in Orlando and just being in uh, being in that atmosphere of Orlando and seeing all the magic jerseys and that was during the Dwight Howard era so they were pretty good so uh, they just kind of became my team and it was it's been a little brutal since Dwight Howard left but you know they're they're getting back on track now they made playoffs last year uh, lost to the champions or the future champions in the Raptors so uh, I'm okay with that loss <laughs> uh, but yeah and now I'm in college I've kind of bounced around teams a little bit I've kind of liked Mizzou kind of liked Clemson yes I disclaimer I was a big Clemson fan before uh, they started winning all the championships uh, so I've kind of bounced around teams and uh, so I've kind of been looking for a team and, you know, it's good to kind of branch out. You know, I have kind of the Midwest and kind of the Southeast area. So it's good to go West a little bit and be, be a Utah fan from here on out. Well, yeah, that's awesome. Um, as far as kind of rivals go, I know um, a couple of those teams you mentioned have some pretty fierce rivals. Who, who's a rival that you love to maybe hate on or, like, just kind of you get really pumped to play them? Oh, uh, well, being a Cardinals fan, it's uh, pretty easy with the Cubs, yeah. I, I have a lot of friends that are Cubs fans and they're, well, associates, acquaintances, you know, that are Cubs fans. <laughs> and uh, so it's just always fun because I remember even when the Cardinals were so good and the Cubs were so bad, it, 
it's a rivalry, so you never know what's going to happen. Uh, but, yeah, definitely love hating on them. Uh, and then the Blackhawks with the Blues, with the Titans. Oh, man, I, I'm not a fan of the Texans, the Jaguars, or the Colts, any divisional team in there. Uh, they're just – yeah, so I'm glad uh, the AFC South is looking pretty good for the Titans right now. Yeah, yeah, it'll be cool to see how that goes. I mean, yeah, Derek Henry, he's a stud, and, and yeah, it'll be cool to see how that happens. And I always love lo- watching the local um, kids, so I'll have to watch out and see if I don't. I don't know. I'll have to to look it up to see if we have any current local kids on the Titans. I know we had someone. We had a Ute and Aggie and a Cougar on the, the Chiefs last year, um, so th- so that was kind of cool to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had Chase Sorensen in the defense, and Cody Barton on the Utes was injured. And then for our Aggies, Darwin Thompson, he had a chance to make a touchdown oh, in yeah. the Super Bowl, but he was like a backup. But, but oh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool Tom- to see our local He team. showed flashes, though. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be cool to see. Um, and then, so kind of what got you into following sports as a kid? Like, were there some sports that you played, or did you just kind of go up liking to watch sports? or? How did this all happen? Uh, yeah, definitely all the above. Um, I was just raised in a sports family. Uh, I remember uh, my favorite movie as a two-year-old. Uh, so it wasn't Barney or anything like that. It was the 1999 St. Louis Rams Super Bowl video documentary. <laughs> my mom has a funny video of me, and I'm like two years old just watching it. Uh, so I've, just, I've been a sports fan my entire life. It would have been pretty hard for me with my family to not be. Uh, so when I was young, I pretty much played everything, uh, soccer, the, um, uh, baseball, t-ball, all that. Then once I hit middle school, um, football and basketball were kind of my main two. Uh, and then once I hit high school, uh, I just focused on my one sport in football and played that uh, throughout high school and uh, been just an avid sports guy ever since I can remember. and. I ended up minoring in sports management uh, in college, and so I've just always followed as closely as I can. Yeah, that's that's cool that you did that. You, you probably have a a job now that you graduate. You probably have like a a day job that you do, but this is um, kind of, kind of the goal for you, right? Is to make this your kind of full time covering sports, and I think that's a oh yeah, a cool absolutely. Goal. Yeah, absolutely. Getting into the sports industry in pretty much any way that I can and uh, definitely covering sports, writing about sports, sports marketing and sports journalism that's all right up my alley. So definitely a good end game for me. What else kind of got you interested in covering like specifically the state of Utah and and kind of the Utes football? Yeah. uh, So Utah, I've actually never been to uh, the state, but it's always been a place I've kind of wanted to go. I've just seen pictures of the mountains and the landscape, and it just looks really beautiful out there. And Utah has always been a place I've kind of wanted to visit and get to know. And uh, with the youth specifically, it's, uh, I mean, I've always kind of liked the youth. I've never had anything against them uh, for sure. And I remember just kind of watching them on TV whenever they uh, were. It seems like every few years they were just, all of a sudden getting national attention, which is awesome. Because uh, being from the Midwest, we don't hear a lot about West Coast uh, sports. So 
Uh, I just, I've always kind of liked them. I remember playing, uh, playing the NCAA football 12 video game, the road to glory. And, uh, I won a few national championships with Utah actually, uh, their quarterback. So, uh, I've just always kind of liked them and them being the big, uh, university there, uh, seemed like a great fit. Um, yeah, it's, it's really cool to see what the youth have done. And, and it's interesting that you mentioned the national championships because they've had a couple of, undefeated seasons and as a mm-hmm. group of five i mean it, it was kind of debatable in 2008 whether they got the championship because i think florida technically won the bcs championship but um about 10 years after the fact i think they kind of got awarded like a share of the championship mm-hmm. it was interesting how they did it back in the day in 1984 when byu beat um michigan that was kind of a, a controversial um I guess I have to be careful how I say this because um, basically they were voted as the number one team because they didn't have a championship game. But it, it was a very important moment in college football because after that, some of the, the big boys in like the SEC or in some of those big conferences won in kind of a playoff to kind of keep those little teams out. I mean, and so now the little teams, they still have a chance to make a New Year's Six, but um, until they maybe expand the playoff or or, or have a – automatic bid for the group of five for a playoff it, it seems like it'll be kind of hard like people will have to kind of pull a ucf and just kind of make their own parade and and rings and all that and <laughs> they have a yeah. good season yeah absolutely i i know just as a college football fan i can't wait for them to expand the playoff i just think it's necessary because there's every almost every year if not every year there always seems to be a smaller school UCF just the perfect example because they're just that one year they were just amazing and they beat Auburn in that bowl game and just like you just want to kind of see like well what if they were given the shot at the title like how would they have done so yeah I'm excited for them to expand the playoff and I, I think it's only a matter of time honestly yeah yeah I think so too um first I guess we have to get through this I'm, I'm hoping we'll have at least some type of season. I know a lot of the the Big Ten and Pac-12 have canceled games, but there's there's been kind of talk and rumors about some possible matchups. That, uh, for example, I, lately in the news, they've been saying BYU might play Alabama week one, and um, a lot of the fans in the state here, even Utah, Utah State fans, um, we all kind of I think that would be kind of a cool matchup to see. Um, a big team like Alabama. I, I know my Aggies are scheduled to play them in 2022, but um, it would be interesting with a quarterback change. I mean, we've seen BYU pull up, off a couple of upsets, but um, it'd be interesting to see what they do. And the Utes um, are doing conference only, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, but I was kind of going to ask you, um, you, you mentioned that you kind of watched the Utes when they were on TV and kind of getting good and probably 10, 20, last 10, 20 years. But what are some maybe moments that you remember in the history with the Utes? Like, does any team or specific players stand out with them? Yeah, uh, definitely. So, of course, Alex Smith, uh, he's had a long uh, NFL career. He takes out being a Utah guy. He's probably the first player that I've, really knew that like went to Utah uh, back when I was younger. And uh, I do remember we were talking about that 2008 season uh, when they went undefeated. And I do remember that I was like 10 years old and 
I remember seeing them just beat Alabama, and I'm like, wow, that was that was pretty crazy. Because I mean, I was only ten, but I still know like it's Alabama, and for Utah to come in and uh, beat them pretty handsomely, uh, that was pretty cool. And uh, just kind of recently, uh, just some players I really like Devonte Booker coming out of Utah. He was on the Broncos for a little bit. Um, Eric Rowe, the defensive back, um, and then even like Lappies, like Zach Moss, definitely he's he was just incredible, and I'm excited to see what he can do with the Bills in a run first offense. So, yeah, um, definitely kept up with them as much as I could, but uh, and now it's all in for them. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the Utes, um, even though. Um, it's kind of really rare, but we had one of my Aggies, Jordan Love, drafted in the first round, which um, yep. that that was pretty crazy, especially even after he kind of struggled last year, but with his intangibles and and just the potential he showed in 2018, it was close to him. And and but then the rounds after that, they had seven youths drafted. So I mean, the youths really, especially on the defensive end, they're really stout, and they had Zach Moss and a couple other guys. So it'll be cool to see. It's always cool to see how, what they do after they they finish up in college. Um, so so since so the last couple months, or I guess just the last couple of weeks, I guess since you've started kind of writing about the youths and covering them, what are some maybe storylines that you've no, that you've noticed that are interesting since you started writing? And another follow up question was, what are some topics that you're hoping to write about in the near future to get all the youth fans excited. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, definitely since I've uh, been researching them a lot more, uh, a lot of things have been kind of catching my eye. Just first off, just how much of a wild card 2020 has been uh, for the youth personally and then also for just sports in general because 2020 is going to be tough with uh, – all their players leaving, they lost like nine defensive starters and lost their quarterback and running back Zach Moss last year, uh, which is why I enjoyed writing that article about how to re- how they're going to replace uh, their one-two punch there. Uh, but then also just on a uh, like larger sports scale, we kind of mentioned it earlier, it's just the Pac-12 only schedule. Uh, and I'm currently writing an article on that. That will be published July 28th. Uh, so definitely check that out. Uh, whenever it's posted, and uh, just to see kind of how that's going to go, how that's going to look for Utah, how I think Utah's going to fare um, in that. Um, but then just some other news that I've just found very interesting is just kind of how crazy the transfer portal's been in the state of Utah right now. Uh, like Jason Shelley, who I think played very well last season for the youth, now he's going to your Aggies in Utah State, and then even Devontae Henry Cole now with kind of the drama coming to BYU and now going to Utah State. And I just think that all is just kind of crazy how that's all unfolding. And uh, looking forward, I'm excited for the season to start so I can start doing some previews and recaps. And one of the great things about this uh, Swoop Saturday that's going to be airing on Saturdays is that's when they play their game. So we'll be able to get um, give the listeners some content and – uh, previews like hours before kickoff at times and so that'll be great and then I've also just loved listening to the tight end debate going on with uh on Twitter with 
Brent Keithy and Matt Bushman, and uh, that's just been kind of fun to cover, kind of the back-and-forth arguments there. Yeah, that's, that was definitely interesting. Cause, yeah, I I um, just recently um, our, we had a BYU article about how great Matt Bushman is and all the records. So when I first read that, I kind of did a double take. But when you look at um, at the stats there, the U produces some good um, athletes all across the board, whether it's tight ends or receivers. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're they're the only they're the only technically they're the only Power Five team in the state. I know uh, as an independent, sometimes BYU likes to compare themselves to Notre Dame, and there there are some conferences that that they're required to play one Power Five team a year, and some and and some conferences will allow teams to can't BYU as their Power Five game. So that's kind of interesting to hear that the argument and and I know um BYU's kind of been down compared to what they've been in, in the past where they were like a national powerhouse mm-hmm. but um it'd be interesting to see how they do um with that and and the Aggies are um yeah at least the last 10 years are more respectable I don't know if you remember 20 years ago but when ESPN does like their the ranks their bottom 10 like their worst teams like the Aggies were way at the bottom and so it's cool to kind of see how Gary Anderson, who was an assistant at Utah, rebuilt the Aggies back to um, respectability. And then uh, we had a couple 11-win seasons. Um, but lastly, I kind of just wanted to leave the floor up to you. Usually what I do when we're kind of getting to know you know people, like you said the other week where I interviewed Tyler, who's now writing um, RSL articles, um, kind of just leave the soapbox up to you to say what you ever, ever you want about the youths, about sports in general, since you're a sports fan. So I'll just leave the floor to you, whatever else you want to say. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I don't have a whole lot left, but just uh, I just want to say how excited I am to be covering the youths. And with the Swoop Saturday, I'm excited. I know uh, we're going to uh, most likely next Saturday we'll be uh, doing one, you and me, we'll be debating uh, – the five teams that we think uh, Utah should uh, schedule at one point. And that's especially fun to discuss now with the scheduling being so crazy and everything with going conference only. So it's more fun. We might be able to add a few more teams that uh, we might not be able to just for that. So I know we're, I'm excited about that and just being able to continue to cover them and get youth fans excited for the upcoming season. And that's awesome, and just I'll, I'll give a shout out to your articles. If if anybody hasn't read it yet, um, I think it was posted a couple of weeks ago. It was the how the youth can replace their one-two punch with Zach Moss and Tyler Huntley, and then so every every Saturday we're gonna um, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter we're, we're gonna post a picture of your favorite mascot swoop, and then a little random fact about the youth. Um, last week, I think the fact says that Swoop wears 96 on his um, jersey because that was the first year he was introduced. I mean, it's only a matter of time before all the names get changed, but I don't. I think for the near future, we can um, rest assured that we'll have Swoop and be able to cheer for the red and white Utes. Um, and like you said, every Swoop Saturday, um, hopefully we'll be seeing the Utes um, continue to build their brand in football and so it, it was it was cool to talk to you about sports and your excitement to cover the U and 
and I look forward to many Swoop Fridays in the future, so appreciate your time. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Yep, you have a good day. All right. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way. Really? Okay. Maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school. So check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.